massively busy hour on the way. Still to come, Don Pike, Christian Doolittle from the Perth Wildcats. Don't get five o'clock tomorrow night, SENWA and the network. Peter Bell is the Fremont Lockers Executive General Manager of Football Talent Strategy and Special Projects, and he joins us online. Take two after a bit of a disaster yesterday. Belly, well, appreciate your time. Good morning. G'day, Goss, Scotty. Yes, it's going to have to be a big business card. <laughs> There's the answer from yesterday. Thanks, Belly. Appreciate that. We thought you hung up because Goss was... Well, his first question was probably a little bit derogatory, but... Uh, oh, still after the honest response. Is it a move sideways? All I've heard was, oh, as soon as you say special projects, I have no yeah, idea. I don't know what that. the job is that you're doing. I don't know what's going on. Can you just shed some light on what your reaction is to this new position? Yeah, look, I'm really excited about it, but I can understand that, you know, a lot of people have questions and actually I'm really looking forward to the opportunity to speak to, to our members primarily, but the wider footy community. I, I'm really excited. I think it's going to be a good outcome for the club, or we hope it's going to be a good outcome for the club. Uh, Joe's a really experienced footy ops uh, leader, um, having done it for 10 years before he went up to the chief operating officer position. Um, I've led for five years. Um, there's parts of my remit in football that will remain, that I'm really passionate about and that are really important, and that is football talent, both on-field and off-field across both programs, RSL and RSLW. Within that, there was an opportunity for me to diversify my skill set, and I'm really thankful that the club's given me that opportunity um, across special projects and across strategy. And, and if, if you wanted me to, I could give you some examples of some of that work uh, through this conversation. Well, you can, yeah, because the special projects, Belly, to me is, uh, well, when I retired from Collingwood, they offered me a job and, the, you know, the old past player <laughs> job, and it was under special projects. Um, I, hope you, I hope you have a lot more to do than I did. <laughs> yeah, look, I, well, um, look, I, I understand that as well. Um, an example of a... Uh, of one of the special projects, and, and of course, some of this is is quite um, uh, you know confidential. But there there is in the short term um, a, a possibility for us to do some work around our training facility, uh, our ETAF. So um, that could be a, a pretty big project that that could well entail uh, federal money, state money, local government money, private money to deliver a big outcome for the club, the community, and and also, obviously, from a football perspective. So that's something I'm really excited to doing. Um, uh, I'm going to need some support in that because, obviously, that, that's something that would be new to me. But that's, that's the philosophy behind this move. One, to deliver um, good outcomes for the club, clearly, but also, and, and again, I'm thankful for the club, to, to enable me to broaden my horizons a little bit. It's been a big five years. I think the footy department will really uh, respond to um, you know, a different voice in some areas. But I'd also contend that it's difficult to logically argue that it's, it's still not an important football role when you're responsible for all the players and, and all the staff. Yeah, that was a bit more than what I had to do. Eddie took care of all the federal <laughs> federal money and, and state money. In a serious question, though, Bally, did you, did you have a say in this? Were you part of the, the, the process of developing this new role or was it just something that the club came to you and said, we're looking at making a couple of changes? What do you think? Yeah, it, it's 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 interesting how these conversations sort of develop and grow momentum. So its genesis was about a year ago, I suppose, Scotty, and that was when uh, Simon and I had conversations around, um, you know, my career and where I was going. Um, and, you know, we both expressed a desire that it was important that um, I start to do other things other than just, just football uh, remit. Um, that's difficult to sort of orchestrate and work out and plan. I think 
we're very fortunate to have someone of the calibre of, of Joe in our executives. Um, and, and also, getting back to the point, is we're trying to um, achieve um, improved football outcomes as well. And I'm open to the fact that, you know, there might be through a change of leadership, there might be some better outcomes there for, for, for some aspects of our program. So you've got to be open to that. And I think we're all hopeful that there's going to be good outcomes for the club. And again, I'm, I'm hoping to be able to round out my skill set as well for whatever the future holds. Peter, how much responsibility do you take personally for the exit of a number of players over the last couple of years? Because that's where a lot of people say, oh, you know, he drove a hard bargain, he fell out with player managers, the players didn't like him, he was too brutal on them, you know, he was uh, robust in the way he went about things running the football department. I'd love to get your response to that. Yeah, well, first of all, you know, when uh, people are absolutely entitled to their opinions and, and and that's fair, I've also learned that, you know, I'm not going to spend a lot of time trying to change people's opinions uh, if they don't want their opinions changed. That's Hmm. pointless and a waste of time and energy. Um, I'm really comfortable with my relationship with with players. Clearly, some relationship with players are better than others. That's just human nature. Um, I think the the leaving uh, players, as I've said before, I can't remember if it was to you guys, we're actually not an outlier in the competition, <clears throat> excuse me, for players leaving. Um, some of them have been players that have been absolutely encouraging for them to go and pursue opportunities. Some of them are players we'd absolutely have liked to have kept as well. So I'm, I'm not trying to avoid that. But really comfortable where, where that sits. We have to continue to do work in that area. In fact, that'll be a part of this enhanced remit that I have. Um, do I bear responsibility? I think we as a team, you know, we have to. For those players that have left that we would have preferred to keep, I think we all have to wear that responsibility. Having said that, you know, it's, it's what you then do from that situation. Adam Chera is a player we would have liked to have kept. Uh, in the end, we turn Adam into Gianus. Um, uh, Brad Hill would have been nice to have on the list, but we turn that into Caleb Sarong. So they're the challenges that you have in football, and it's become, become more and more prevalent. And, and you look at Collingwood, who are premiers, and they trade a premiership player a couple of weeks after he's played in a premiership and trade out their vice-captain. So it does happen. Mm. Hey, will you be have anything to do on game day? I, we see you around the group, uh, you know, not not hanging on the shoulder of the coach and, and coaching staff, but you are certainly down in quarter time and half time and three-quarter time and all that. Will that role change at all? Will you step right away from that on game day or will you still have some sort of role? I'll step away, not right away, because it's important that I remain connected to obviously how we're performing and how our players are performing, primarily our players. But uh, another part that I'm really excited about is through um, what what we term the pro-scouting. So that is um, beefing up our ability to go and watch uh, other teams and particularly other players. Uh, And that is something that David Walls and his team have done really, really well. We see in an era of enhanced player movement that we need to increase our resourcing in that area. Trades take, um, this might be a surprise to, to some people, they take years to, to work through. Um, so you need to be doing the work really, really early. And part of that is making sure that you've got elite coverage of those players that you might be interested in. Special projects should see you uh, away from the ground and up at a coterie box at some stage during a, a game. <laughs> is, is that how you approach <laughs> That's how you do special projects, mate. If you need a hand, I can certainly help you. Well, if, if you can change one thing now, or w- what needs to change at Fremantle right now going into pre-season to have a year much, much better than this season just gone and more like the, the year before? 
I think uh, consistency, and I know that's a bit of a, a catch-all phrase, but that's that's where we were poorer in 23 than we were in 22. We were inconsistent through large stretches of the season. I personally believe that 23 will be a really valuable learning year for us. Um, at various times, um, we, we weren't playing the football that we wanted to, but I think by the end of the year, we, we thought that we'd rediscovered um, our, our footy DNA, who we are, how we want to play, and how we can execute that consistently. Now, our challenge is to make sure that we do that from round one in, in 20 through the entire season, and I'm really confident that Justin, the coaches and the players can deliver that. What will you miss about the cut and thrust of the football department where you've come from? What will you actually miss the most? <laughs> it's a good question, and I think you touched on it before. When, when you're right in the middle of it, the action on game day, it's exhilarating and, and it's, a, um, it's a role that you're, you're just so humbled to be um, a part of. Um, of course, you'll miss that, but I'll still get a massive buzz out of our good performances, out of watching players grow, out of watching staff reach their fulfilment um, and making sure that they're reaching their professional goals. Um, so that's, that's what I'll get a buzz out of. And clearly, when you deliver a good outcome for the club, whether it be through trade or through the draft, uh, in an AFL and AFLW sense, you, you get a massive um, buzz out of that as well. So I'm looking forward to hopefully, as part of a team, delivering that. The last one for you, a little left field or a little bit out of your out of Fremantle, but Danny Ladley, someone you know very well, and I, I know Danny has returned to uh, the, the public eye and, and, and has the last couple of days, we spoke to her yesterday exclusively about uh, her want to go or uh, desire to get back into coaching and, and possibly through the AFLW system. Uh, I know you haven't had a great connection in, in uh, over the last few years, but you have sort of reconnected as former teammates uh, of Danny. What are your thoughts on a possible return to coaching for Danny Laidley? Well, ah, uh, that, that, that phone line's broken up, Belly. Sorry, mate, that phone line's broken up. Unless you can go back to where you were, we'll, um, we'll leave it there. Have you, got, have you got the answer there? None. That's a shame. Anyway, we appreciate it. That's okay. It was, it was a, a, a one more question, but when you live in a house the size of his, you do get lost. Uh, yeah, with, there's uh, lots of you know, low ground sort of levels yeah. as well. There's the man cave, there's the cellar, yeah. there's the boat shed, yeah. there's the, there's the pool room. garage, yeah. the pool room. Thanks, yeah. Billy. Appreciate it. There he is. He's excited. Of, well, he no. sounds excited about his new role. And, um, I, don't think I don't think there's spin there. I don't no, think there's I don't spin think there. So. And, and importantly, he was a, a part of all of that decision-making. The sounds like him and Garlo were the ones that sort of have driven it. So. Fremantle Dockers, Executive General Manager of Football, Talent, Strategy and Special Projects. For Beaumont Tiles, we're giving you the chance to win a trip for two to America's biggest footy game with over $70,000. Just shop in-store at Beaumont's before November 12 and you're in with the chance T's and C's apply. A break. Don Pike, the new West Coast Eagles CEO, is next for OMS. Australian owned and designed. The OMF Big Big Spring Sale is now on with up to 60% off selected mattresses.